The UDR cast is not affiliated and does not represent any 12-step fellowship. I, Bill Ward, the host of the UDR cast, will be sharing my experience and my journey of recovery. That does include, but is not limited to, the literature contained in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps. Our guests will be sharing their own path to recovery and what has worked for them. The UDR cast encourages and supports all paths to recovery. Welcome everybody to the UDR cast. UDR stands for Uncover, Discover and Recover. My name is Bill Ward and I'm coming to you from the recovery capital of Canada, Calgary, Alberta. Here we are going to discuss everything recovery, different perspectives, different experiences, both with the people I know and with others from around the world. If you resonate with anything you've heard on this episode today, we ask that you share it with anyone who you think may benefit from it. If you have any questions or comments, please find us at billward.life and send us a message in the info section. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. If you are interested in more recovery content, you can find the buttons for the YouTube channel and other social media outlets on the homepage, and you will be redirected to those platforms. We can recover. One person, one family, one community at a time. I'm going to talk about uh, self-control of self and others. And I think it fits with the reading pretty tightly, right? Um, I, I like to, you know, it's been a long time since I've drank. And um, my biggest issue is not drinking today. It's the defect of character. And, and I think, you know, the reading that was perfect for, you know, whatever the manifestation of self is. You know, who cares to admit complete defeat? Practically nobody, of course. Every natural instinct cries out against the idea of personal powerlessness. Within within the defective character. Within, like, the grasping at relationships for emotional security. Or grasping and redoubling your efforts at control of other people. And trying to be the actor and control everybody else. And, you know, always masked under the good intention of what we think we're doing and what we're about but underneath that attention is motive and the motive is what matters because the motive is what causes the pain and the suffering and the motive is based in the ego and the ego is absence of love so of course there's fucking suffering whenever i fucking suffer it is because i am fucking trying to grasp at some type of control and and make things how i want it or i haven't accepted something in my life and therefore I'm stuck in an old idea that I'm not willing to let go because I think it should be a certain way um and it's truly awful to admit that glass in hand we have warped our minds into such an obsession for destructive thinking it's the destructive thinking it causes us so much fucking pain and misery that only an act of providence can remove it from us and I love that because in the step three, it talks about, are these not the things that he wants? And it's the things that I want that I'm trying to relinquish. And it's what causes me my destructive thinking. And it is only an act of providence that can actually work with us and help us relinquish this shit, right? 
And it's not just because I want to, you know, and, and sometimes it's not even fucking, I even know what God's will is. If I'm following the step 10 process, I come across my will countless times. I'm selfish, dishonest, resentful, and afraid, and anything like that that kind of stirs me up, or even if I get too excited about something, I really got to just be aware of what I'm thinking and what, what I'm feeling. And through me being aware of whatever it is that I'm thinking and feeling, I can see my fucking will. And then I have a process. I fucking ask God for help. I don't ask him for the emotionalism prayer, like, fucking God, please help me. That's, a, that's the emotionalism. And that's wallowing in fucking more self. I ask him to remove it from me and I talk to somebody at once. And the, talking to people in this program is key. Not so I can fucking bitch about my problems. I can call a fucking whole shitload of people in this program that don't have a fucking clue. And all they're going to do is stroke my fucking back. Tell me that it's going to be okay. That fucking, you know what, just let it go. Good fucking luck. Good fucking luck just letting it go. Because it doesn't fucking happen like that. And for you to just stroke my back and tell me it's going to be okay. No, it fucking ain't going to be okay. It ain't going to be fucking okay. Until I concede to my innermost self that I am fucking selfish and self-centered. And my motive right here is fucking me. And I swallow that fucking pride. And I let go of what I think it should be. And I fucking start doing some inventory. And looking at myself and seeing where I am the fucking problem. We resolutely look for our own mistakes. Resolutely means in an admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering manner. If somebody else is 30% at fault and I'm 70% at fault, my 70% is the 100% that I look at. I disregard the other person involved fucking entirely. And, And I really have to follow this process. And I think most people in the program, they follow their own fucking process and what they think it should fucking be. If they even understand what step 10 or step 6 or step 7 or step fucking 12 is at all, you know, like there's so much suffering in the fucking program. But I've also seen a turn in certain sects of the program, certain little pockets of the program where people that were really fucking hurting and being diluted with the bullshit in the program, they got fucking well and they're getting well. And I see like this little fucking wave of people getting well, not because they they're working on a theoretical God. Everyone can have a theoretical God and still run their own fucking life. And there's no fucking value in that. It's still fucking self. The ego's so powerful, it think it can fucking have God running their life when really it's them running their life. Which is why it's so important to actually follow the fucking directions in our literature. To understand what the words and the sentences as they go into each other mean and what is it fucking asking me to do. Any person capable of enough willingness and fucking honesty. Am I willing to turn it over and am I fucking honest? But first of all, I got to realize that I'm not capable of honesty on my fucking own. I can rationalize and justify the most errant bullshit in my life to suit my actions and to suit my inaction in my life. The alcoholic life is the only normal one, even in sobriety. 
Any person capable of enough willingness and honesty, try repeatedly, step six, on all his faults without reservation. Repeatedly, over and over and over, step six on all my faults without reservation. That's a fucking high order, man. That doesn't come just because you fucking want to try it. That comes through fucking discipline. That comes through a consistent, consistent commitment to fucking change. And try something different. Even though in those moments there's a lot of fucking pain. That's not the fucking point. That's not the fucking point. You can fucking do what's easy. And do what you've always done. And fucking suffer the pain of unremitting suffering. For a long fucking time. Or you can do what's hard. Repeatedly. Over and over on all your faults without reservation. Which is also fucking hard. But the difference is. is that where I, That's where I build my connection with God. That's where I step into the unknown. That's where I'm stepping from bridge to shore. That's where I'm letting go of what I think is fucking keeping me secure. And then I fucking really find security in my relationship with God. In this theoretical God, this little mustard seed of belief or whatever the fuck I think God is in my life, it actually is an experience of God. And I love what it talks about on page 130 in the big book. It talks about this... Uh, this uh, wonderland of God, this fake God that I fucking once understood. Actually, I'm going to read it. Hang on. It says, those of us who have spent much time in the world of spiritual make-believe have eventually seen the childishness of it. This dream world has been replaced by a great sense of purpose, accompanied by a growing consciousness of the power of God in our lives. We have come to believe that he would like us to keep our head in the clouds with him, but our feet ought to be firmly planted on earth. That is where our fellow travelers are. That is where our work must be done. There, these are the realities for us. We have found nothing incompatible between a powerful spiritual experience and a life of sane and happy usefulness. And I love that. Bill W.'s fucking... In, in the stories, they're talking about... Uh, in the family afterward, Bill W. wrote this part. And he's talking about this dream world of God. And it's being replaced by a growing sense of purpose in our lives. Is there purpose in my fucking life? Or is I, am I the fucking purpose still? Does the world still revolve around fucking me? Is every thought about myself about me? What am I worshipping? On my pie chart of thoughts in my day, what do I fucking worship? My own self-pity? My own resentments? My own fear? My own what I'm not going to get? Throughout, without the inventory and looking at these things in a totally different aspects, reviewing my fears thoroughly, directing my attention to what God would have me be, just to the extent that I do as I think God would have me, and I humbly fucking rely on him. Does he enable me to match calamity with serenity? To what extent am I going to fucking turn this over? By me just guessing what it is, it's a fucking tiny extent, and it's a fucking theoretical bullshit extent. Following the directions allows me to actually identify my will, turn that over, hence I'm doing God's will. The problem with that is I don't always get what I want and a lot of my ideas of what I think life should be get fucking smashed along the way. Well, isn't that the point? This is about an ego deflation program. Through the destruction of selfish self-centeredness, I actually build self-care. And through the self-care and destruction of self, I actually care for you. Because I get to know who I am and I get to love myself. 
and through loving myself and connecting with the unsuspected inner resource within me, I can connect to the resource within you. And then everything fucking changes. And this is a game changer. And step three is no more a fucking theory of me guessing what I'm doing. And that self-control of myself and others becomes fucking non-existent because I actually follow a process where I don't, I don't need to fucking do anything else. So, you know, as we know, as I know, and as I'm about the fucking directions. Through the directions, you get the results. Through guessing, you do not get the results. To be willing to work for humility takes most of us a long, calm, a long fucking time. A whole lifetime geared to self-centered thinking will not be set in reverse at once. Rebellion dogs are every step. At first, if you're following the directions. And it doesn't have to take a long, calm, a long time. Step 10 is seeking humility is something to be desired. And there is a lot of fucking pain. But through that pain, I find this priceless gift and that admission price into the new life is fucking pain and fucking doing hard work. So I commend anybody who's really fucking on the path to working for their creator and fucking doing what it takes and not fucking stopping. Because the fucking, the, the goal is just ahead and then there's another goal and the goal never really ends. The thing that you're going for, it's an illusion. It's not there. You just keep going. That's the beautiful thing about God is God is never fucking found. It's never there. Anyway. Thank you for tuning in to the UDR cast. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. The viewpoints and the opinions expressed today were solely of the individual sharing them. If you resonated with this episode, please follow us and share this link with anyone that may benefit from it. Please visit us at billward.life to see everything that we have going on. We can recover one person, one family, one community at a time.